What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Obsession. I'm Carl Bethke. I am Mike Stadler. Mike. Yes, sir. You know, the weather isn't letting us work today, so I figured we should just do podcasts all day, what do you think? I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> Have to get it done, yeah. huh? Uh, we got a question here from Jesse. <clears throat> you each own land, of course. Both of you have neighbors that deer hunt, but neighbors that shoot anything. How long would you give a deer before you are pressing your luck on taking a buck of an age group you are looking for? Well, that's weird. So are you talking like um, seeing a certain deer and not shooting him, not shooting him, not shooting him, and then going after him? Yeah, I think that's what he means. Like how many, that's the wording that he put into is a little bit different, but I think that's what he means by how, how long are we going to let a deer go before we're pressing our luck thinking that the neighbors shoot, well, their, shoot anything. I mean, I can say this right now, if that's a deer that's in our top 10%, we're gonna hunt him. I'm not letting him go. No. <laughs> the first opportunity he gives me. Yeah, no, right. You know, so, not to be real short on it, but if that's one that we assess early that we're going to hunt, yep. then that means we're going to hunt him at any time we get a chance to it that year. If he comes and gives us the opportunity, we're gonna take it. Correct. Um, if it's a deer that we're not going to hunt and he's a good deer, we're just not gonna hunt him. Right. You know, so. And we don't have a lot of land, but... The free pass. Yeah, he just gets a pass. And we and we've both have bucks like that. Like, hey, remember, dude, there's this yeah. eight. He's got that kicker. We're going to let him. We're not him. Yep. All right, cool. We're just not. Right. And if the neighbor kills him... It is what it is. It is what it is at that point, really. It's, yeah. You can't control it. So this is how I look at it, Jesse. <clears throat> um, you always have neighbors. doesn't matter where you are, you always have neighbors. Um, in Wisconsin, Michigan, any of the higher pressured states, most of our properties are too small to hold deer to say we're going to let a buck go um, for years and years and years, trying to get them to that, you know, five and a half, six and a half, seven and a half years. Um, if you do, you're, you're taking a chance. And if you have neighbors that are into quality deer management or something like that, they do the same thing as you, obviously there's a higher chance that deer will get in there. Uh, but a lot of us don't have that, uh, including Mike and myself. Um, we have neighbors that basically uh, hunt tree lines next to our properties, which that's what they have to hunt, understandable, get it. Uh, if the deer runs out in the field, they're going to get shot, especially mm -hmm. during gun season. Mm -hmm. So that being said, um, that's where Mike and I came up with the percentage rule. Yeah. We hunt the top 10% of the deer that are on our property and buck wise and that's how we look at it those are the deer we're going to hunt and we're fortunate enough now that on our properties we do get some deer to go to the four and a half five and a half year old stage and um we could always reiterate on this on that 10 percent rule but that's that's how we look at it you know if the neighbors shoot the deer during gun season because he ran out in the field chasing a doe which Mike's had happen here. I've had at my neighbors uh, down at my place. There's nothing you can do yeah, about it. I mean, they're deer I would have shot. Oh, God, yes. I mean, if I was gun hunting, yeah. you know, which I'm not, but if I was, I'd have shot them too. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's, I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, I think in general people are getting better about it. I yeah, think, I agree. Around, yeah, you yeah. know, 
letting, I think, you know, maybe a little younger age class buck or a little bit smaller framed, you know, buck go. Um, I don't know if they're letting it go for the right reasons, but. Well, yeah. But, uh, I mean, you can't, you can only do what you can do. And that's why we said we, we set it up, you know, we, we had a podcast earlier this year about where we kind of talked about our 10% rule. Uh-huh. And that, that's what applies to this. Yes. You know, so if. You know, it's a buck that we're giving a pass, we're giving him a pass. And, and sometimes it doesn't work out where he gets a pass somewhere else. <laughs> right. And that's that's a really good statement. I mean, you no. got to understand, Jesse, that in my view is I can control me. I can control what happens on my property. Yeah. Mike and I look at it that way. But we can't control anything once it steps over that yeah. line. I mean, I could probably make a, another statement, too. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to shoot an animal if I'm not... You know, just so the neighbor can't. Oh, if yeah, it's no. not an animal that I'm hunting. Right. I mean, if he's not on in my list, you know, my air quotations list to hunt. Yep. I'm not going to kill him just because I think the neighbor might kill him. I mean, I'm just. It is what it is at that point. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, he's, anyway. and, I, and I hear people say that. Well, I'm going to shoot him because the neighbor. Would. Neighbor's going to shoot him. Well, that I don't agree because for the most part, because if we're here, say we're at my property and we're like. You and I are both checking on like Jesus. We got like you know four, five, two and a half year olds. Right. Nah. You know, I mean, they're good deer. Yeah. Um, but at your place, we have four or five, three and a half, four and a half year olds. Yep. Well, then probably we're probably not going to hunt here. Well, right. Unless all of a sudden something shows up, <clears throat> which it usually happens. Oh yeah. But those deer are going to get a pass from us. Yes. And that can be vice versa. You know, at that. So, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of how I look at it. Um, same as Mike's statement there. I mean, it's when we say ten percent. Okay, we're not just talking my property. You know, I'm not going to say this is ten percent of my property. We're we're looking at Mike's property and my property, and probably any other little spot we have to hunt, because. That's the real 10%. It may be three, four different properties that we could go to. Yeah. You know, and trust me, they're not big. You know, if you're hunting public and a deer excites you, my view is you shoot that deer. Yeah. Because you might not know any of the guys, or you probably don't know any of the other guys or girls hunting around you, and they may just be out for a deer. Yeah, and the pressure's immense. Oh, yeah. Too, you know, and it just builds as the year goes yeah. on. So those deer are going to get forced out. Yeah. It's hard to uh, pass up opportunities, especially a good deer on public land, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. we hunted public for years. I mean, we pretty much did our whole TV show on public land and a couple leases that we had. Yep. And people, a lot of people don't realize that. We were shooting deer, you know, two and a half year olds that were good deer on public land. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. You know, hopefully that answered your question, Jesse. We appreciate the question. Yes. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to listen to the podcast, just the podcast themselves, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart. Amazon, rss.com, rss.com, there's one more, check us out on YouTube, check us out on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, hit the Reaper in the lower right hand corner, if you guys have any questions or comments, be sure to leave them down here, Uh, we appreciate that, have a good day, later.